Hey, this is Tom. Just a quick heads up that the interview with Andy Ellis was held in his office and as a result of that you do get the hustle and bustle of London life like sirens and people outside chatting. Um, and this high quality microphone does pick that up so um, you will hear it in the podcast because I couldn't really edit it out. And you can also hear the clicking of keys. Um, that's Andy's secretary and I can't exactly condemn her for doing her job. So... Ignore that, listen to Andy and everything he has to say, it's quite interesting, and I'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye. Okay, hi, um, this is a Tominist podcast in association with Arts World Voice, and I am here with Andy Ellis. Hello, Andy. Tom, hi. Hi. Um, Andy, would you like to first of all just introduce yourself and sort of explain briefly what you do and what your role is? So, I'm the um, director of the the Public Catalogue Foundation, which is a, a small arts charity. And my role is to to do a number of things with the charity. One is, I'm, I suppose I'm with the board and the team, you know, responsible for, for strategy, making sure that we've got the right priorities for the organisation. I play a role in um, helping with fundraising and making sure that the finances are all, all fine. Talk to the press occasionally. And generally, you know, work um, to ensure that we have, you know, a happy and effective team. Um, so, the roles that you've just specified are these um, are these solely the responsibility of the director, or are there um, other teams working with you to meet these tasks? So, as director, I oversee the 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 operations of the the the, the public catalogue foundation. But we have someone who's specifically responsible for raising money, a development manager. We had someone who's specifically responsible for ensuring our finances are up to date, our financial controller. We have someone who's responsible for the digitisation and photography programmes. Someone who's responsible for ensuring that uh, everything is brought in from the field and records are up, kept, up, kept up to date. And we have someone who's responsible for ensuring that the office is working properly. So um, how large is the team? So at the moment it's um, about six full-time staff, really. And, um, but that is a much smaller team than it has been in the past. I mean, now we've finished a very major project to catalogue the nation's oil painting collection. Uh, the team over that period, over the last ten years, numbered... Over 150 people, but um, we've now come down to a much, much smaller size as we start looking to the future and regrowing the the charity by focusing on other um, art objects. And one of the things we're very, very keen to do is to move on to digitise or photograph the nation's public sculpture collection, and um, that's a big focus of our. Our, our work at the moment is thinking about how we're going to do that and, very importantly, how mm. we're going to fund that. Yes, OK. Um, so we're going to move on to questions regarding the PCF specifically. Um, you are a charity. I believe you got charity status in 2003, wasn't it? That's right, yep. 2000, uh, in 2002, I thought it was. But yeah, yeah, OK, in or around. Yep. Um, where does most of your finance come from? So, in total, over the last um, 
10 years to, to, to fund the, the really big project that we did, which was the, the oil painting digitization mm. project. That cost us cost about £6 million. Pounds. And um, about 85% of that came from the private sector. So, in other words, charitable trusts, grant-giving trusts, companies and individuals. The remaining 15% came from the public sector, and that was principally the Arts Council England, Scottish Government, and other public sources of money. So, um, so it's, a, it's a, quite a spread of money, and I think we're unusual for an arts charity in perhaps having more of our funding coming from the private sector yeah. than the public sector. Well, 85% is a significant amount to be given to the public sector. Um, you, with the oil painting project, tagging project, which we'll come on to later, I just quickly wanted to ask, because you worked in association with the BBC with that. Yes. Um, what, did the funding that came from them, is that classed as public or private sector? No funding came from the no BBC. So that, let me just be clear on how this works. So we were responsible for the content creation, in other words, the photography of the paintings, the data collection, and the six million that I refer to basically covers that cost. Our partnership with the BBC uh, worked in the following way. No money changes hands between the BBC and the PCF. We just have different responsibilities in the partnership. So ours was content creation, and theirs was to build the website. And um, that's how we came together. They built the website. Um, we did the content creation. We brought them together, and the results is the Your Paintings website. Okay, cool. And do you think that that's going to be a partnership that continues looking into the we future? We very much hope so. We've, it's been a superb partnership. We've, you know, I think... Um, both parties have been very happy with the other party. It's been a, you know, a very happy experience, and um, you know, we've really, really thoroughly enjoyed working with them. So it's been great. Awesome. So you're pro BBC, very pro BBC, oh, okay. and um, you know, the result has been. You know, it's brought together. Um, it's been. A, it's just been a perfect marriage because you know, we've brought in over two hundred thousand records of paintings across the United Kingdom. As I said, they've built the website and they've brought in a great TV archive related to the artists and, and paintings on, mm. on, on the website. And obviously, you know, given the reach of the BBC website and the organisation in general, that's also helped us reach a very yeah. a large audience, which global. is fantastic, a global audience indeed. So, um, so it means that the work of what is effectively a small charity... Um, but working at a national level has reached an extremely large and broad audience. Awesome, cool. Um, now, how do how does sorry the PCF um, engage with young people, and how can they get involved with the work that you do? So there are a number of ways, really. The the, the first way is to actually come to the Your Paintings website and um, use it. You know. Yeah. For enjoyment, for learning. Now, as I said, there are over 200,000 oil paintings on the website. Lots of fantastic paintings. Um, information about the artists. And some TV archives. So it's a great you know, source of information and enormous pleasure. The, the second way of getting involved in the project is to actually, you know, having looked at the, the website, 
find out where paintings are locally and go and see them, mm. because there's nothing like seeing the paintings That's for real. Um, and thirdly, there's a, a fantastic way of getting involved in the project, which is is helping you know, make a really big contribution to this national project, valuable contribution, by tagging the paintings. The, the challenge that we have had in this project is that with so many paintings online, we need to give people you know, a real easy way of finding paintings. And, you know, remember, this is not just about art. This is about the subject matter represented in the art. Over 600 years of history and culture. So it's a great window. These paintings are a great window on all that subject matter. Whether you're interested in 18th century warships or fashion in the 1920s, lots and lots of subject matter. But how do you find those paintings? And um, really the only sort of information that we had related to the subject matter was the title, but that's Mm. not enough to find a lot of the subject matter. So what we've been doing is asking the public to help us with this project by tagging the paintings. In other words, telling us what is in each painting. And so we'd love people to come onto the site, young people to come onto the site and tag the paintings. Tagging a painting is, would it be similar to how you would tag a photo on Facebook, for example? Do you literally log into the website and would there be a box where people can just say what they see? It's, it's very, very straightforward. Yes, you need to, um, you need to register. Uh, you can then either take any painting that's given to you or you can choose a collection. So you might be able to choose a collection. You know, you might want to choose a collection local to you. And then the paintings are presented and you go through some very simple steps. And let me stress, you don't need to know anything about art to do this. It's really, really easy. And you just start typing in what you see in the painting. And in actual fact, an, an Oxford English Dictionary comes up to help with spelling. And uh, there's another uh, workflow where you just choose from lists of subject categories... And it's all very, very, very easy. And the other thing is, you know, it's just a great way, it's a great way to look at paintings for longer. You know, you, you by being asked, exactly, more. yeah, by being asked to, you know, just tell us what you see in this. You, you, you're sort of obliged to sit back and mm. just look at it for longer, and it's very enjoyable. It's great fun. Um, and there is a... Am I right in thinking there is sort of like a competition element to it? Is there a leaderboard for people who are taking? That's true, actually. There is, yes. And one doesn't... You don't have to be, you know, to worry about that. But if you... you There are, um, you know, the top ten taggers of of the week and um, since the project project started. And you can actually, as you tag more paintings, you go up um, with the, with different colour brushes and um, you move to different okay. sort of stages and as you move to a new stage uh, you get a new colour brush and um, you're told about that particular colour and um, so there's, there's a small competitive element mm. to it but it doesn't have to be like No, of course. <laughs> um, what colour brush are you on? I'm what am I? Oh, that's a very good question. I'm, I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm a red 
I think I'm a red. Yes, it's red high. Sort of, no, it's sort of or? middle of middle middle of, middle of the way. Right? More to do. More to do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but making a positive contribution. Yes. Well, obviously the director of the program. <laughs> um, so, what other ways are there for people to get involved? So, what what events are you running at a local level to engage with um, young people? For the time being. There's not much going on on that front, actually. Uh, We just had a month of various promotions, which had um, activities, for example, including paintings being projected on famous buildings and activities whereby people could help um, paint parts of a a reproduction of an existing painting. They were all put together. The next thing we're going to do is going to be much later in the year, which is going to involve schools. And the idea there is to, 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 to have 25 regional collections lend a masterpiece, uh, painting masterpiece, to a school for the day so that the, the students can, can see painting in the surroundings of their school. So that's being planned at the moment, and that will happen in the autumn. In the autumn, start of the next academic year. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to deviate from these list of questions because I feel that they're quite restrictive. But um, first off, how are you working specifically with Arts Award, and what do you offer to young people who are doing an Arts Award? We are, I think, simply working with Arts Award in in two ways. One is we are a resource. The Your Paintings website is, is a resource that young people can come to, uh, to use for a variety of arts projects. And secondly, you know, we're very much hoping that um, uh, young people will come and help our project by tagging the paintings. So those are the two ways, really. OK, cool. Thank you very much. Um, with 80% of the paintings not actually being on public show... Do you wish in the future to maybe see more actual physical displays of paintings, or do you feel that um, digital is kind of the way forward? What this website does is to allow us to see tens and tens of thousands of paintings that we didn't really know about before. Mm. So before this project, you know, the vast majority of these paintings hadn't been photographed. So what we can do now is we can see them all. Mm. And um, it means that we can ask to go and see them. You know, some of them are going to be on show, and many of them are not going to be on show. And what people are starting to do is to say, I've seen so-and-so's painting on the website. I'd love to... Can I come to your collection and see it in the storeroom? And that that is possible. Um, It's not the case... In every collection, for example, certain (laughs) hospitals, you know, have paintings in rooms that there's not public access to. So that's... The amount of hanging space... We do not expect Mm. there to be a big increase in the amount of hanging (laughs) space. There are not the resources to do that. But what we'd love to see is to see collections rotate the paintings more so that paintings that have been on show for some time, perhaps come off show, and paintings that have been in the storeroom replace them for a while. So the other great upside of this project is that it just makes exhibitions that much 
more easy. Mm. And um, people who are running a particular exhibition around a particular artist can now see all those works around the country and bring them to the exhibition. So the project will help in many, many ways, allowing us to see more of these paintings. Cool. Um, I may be incorrect with my statistics here, but I'm under the impression that there's 212,000 oil paintings publicly owned. How did we accumulate so many of them? I mean, where did they come from? Are they just British artists? Um, they're not just British artists. There are artists um, from across the world, but principally Euro- European artists. But it's true, in the main, they are um, British artists. And many of the artists are, are not particularly well known at all. And in total on the site, they're, 37, they're the works of 37,000 artists. So, you know, it's a very sort of long tail of people we don't know very much about. Mm. The the works in question have, in many cases, been acquired by museums or have been left to museums. Okay. So that's typically how paintings have, have come into the, the public collection over the years. But what we're finding more recently is with there being fewer you know, financial resources... Mm. Uh, it's not so easy for many collections to to buy works at the moment. Okay, so we're relying on the generosity of some cases, yeah. But on the whole, that's been quite successful, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it's a it's a <laughs> it's, no, it's a, what the number should be. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a very large number, and no, it's 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 just a, it's a fantastic sort of cultural asset. Mm. Um, and you said, I can't remember if you said this on or off record, but moving forward, you now want to move into cataloguing the sculptures of Britain. How are you going to start that process? So a big focus for at the moment, focus for at the moment is to to work out how we're going to fund that. Mm. The number of sculptures is going to be much smaller than the number of oil paintings. So it's not going to cost anything like the six million it cost yeah. to do oil paintings, but it's still very difficult raising money as a charity these days. And so our principal focus at the moment is working out where we're going to raise the money from, and working out what we actually include in our definition of sculpture. Okay. So, so you know, does one start at the medieval period and go up to the present day? Or does one go back further? Does one include classical sculpture and so forth? Those are the big mm. questions that we need to ask ourselves. And over the next few months, we'll, cool. we'll work that out. So do you reckon the project will start by the end of the year? Or It would be... If you're allowed to say it. Yeah, no, I think you know, we'd like it to start as soon as possible. But, I mean, given the, 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 the one large potential funder of this is the Heritage Lottery Fund, and it takes it'll possibly take over a year to make yeah. an application there. So... It would be, it would be ambitious to think it would start mm. before the year end. Cool. Thank but in the meantime, we are, you know, we're working on um, working with the public and with experts to enhance the, the 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 data records around the paintings and to ensure that they're you know, 
it's good public engagement with the paintings and um, we're also starting to offer our own sort of commercial digitisation services to collections who you know, want to photograph and digitise mm. their collections you know, in the public or in the private sector. So we're, we're, we're very busy. Um, have you ever heard of a website called Artsy? Arts.sy, I think it's called. I believe they kind of operate in a similar area to you of the whole digitalization of photography. But it, not photography, sorry, paintings, but I don't think they specify specifically with art, with mm. oil. I vaguely recognise them, but I don't. Arts.sy, I can't remember that. Mm. But um, just as a side point, it might be quite cool to yeah. look. Yeah, thank you. Into those. Um, but again, they don't focus specifically on oil paintings, I believe. No. Which is quite... Um, do you feel that that's going to... Um, your project is going to cause a surge in the uptake of oil painting? Because I wasn't aware that that's a popular form of painting anymore. Um, we, to, to be specific, you know, we're not just... Or we also do a, a, acrylic paintings okay. and um, tempera paintings, but um, you know, our view was very much we needed to do something that was doable and finance you know, could be financed. Yeah, you have to set. And the things. numbers of oil paintings compared to you know, watercolors or deep prints and drawings yeah. much much smaller and. Arguably, you know, oil was, it is the sort of predominant mm. flat art medium, and so that was the reason why we focused okay. on oil. Cool. Thank you. Um, finally, what advice would you give to young people who want to start working in the arts or enter into an arts organisation? So I think, you know, what's important is that you can really, really show your interest and enthusiasm in the area. And to do that, you obviously you know, want to immerse yourself in your interests. You want to obviously read around your subject, but most importantly, say you're interested in the visual arts, you know, you want to just go and see everything. Mm-hmm. Go to as many you know, free shows and museums as you can to see, to see art. You know. And Take risks in terms of what you want to see. You know, see things that you might feel uncomfortable seeing, um, that you might know that you won't even like, mm. but really immerse yourself in a real range of the art form. And you know, again, staying with you know the visual arts. With you know, when you I mean, obviously do read around the subject, but. The important thing is just looking at the object and looking at it. And just engaging. Yeah, engaging with it and asking yourself questions uh, about it and then trying to answer them. Mm. And and in the end, it's really only through looking at the object that I think the the interest and the understanding and the, the knowledge grows and all that will then come through when you start talking to potential employers uh, finding doing some volunteering work is always a very good way mm. of getting a foot in the door in different organisations charities such as ours all charities you know, find life very difficult yeah. in, you know, so really welcome volunteers and enjoy working with volunteers and try and make 
know, their time spent in such organisations fun and stimulating mm-hmm. and you know, really, really enjoyable. So those are the sort of things I would, I, I would recommend. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, just before we wrap up, um, would you like to give out the links to the various website projects? So the main link, really, yeah, no, the main link is, 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 is bbc.co.uk forward slash your paintings. And so that's the, the Your Paintings website. And you can go to tagging to the Your Paintings tagger from that site. So right. that's the only address one needs to know. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Andy. Great pleasure. Cheers. Great pleasure. So that was an interview with Andy Ellis, the director of the Public Catalogue Foundation. I hope you found what he had to say enthralling. Um, I certainly did at the time. Now, I am thinking about trying out a new podcast show, kind of like a more traditional format, like two people chatting and that kind of thing. And I'm looking for some jingles. So if you are a particular wizard at Apple, Mac, GarageBand or the Windows alternative, I don't even know what that is, um, could you please email me at podcast at tominnis.com and like just title it Jingles or something like that and get in touch because I might be enlisting your help in the future. Um, as usual, could you also please go onto iTunes, rate it five stars, and could you also leave a comment because it turns out that the comments are actually the important part about getting your rankings up which I wasn't immediately aware of. So if you could leave a comment, preferably nice, saying I'm funny and intelligent and that kind of thing, rather than something derogatory, I'm sure your creative minds can come up with that. That would be awesome. And finally, could you please go on to artsawardvoice.com and read everything on there? I mean, the content quality is just... It is raising all the time, and the level of discourse is incredible. So, Arts Award Voice iTunes review, podcast at tominus.com if you can make jingles, and have a great day. Thanks.